Peace, hey, buddy. Hello, darlings and devils. Welcome to another episode of Are You Going to Hell? <laughs> Are you going to hell? Riddle me yes. What do you get for stopping going to church? There we go. Ding, ding. Oh, oh yesterday was, was the first time I'd been to church in two years. Wow, really? Hmm. Yeah. For a 40K Not your practice. Tournament. For a 40K tournament. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Speaking of heathens. Wow. Yeah, that was the double dose of the heathens. <laughs> double dose of daemons right there. Hey, uh, I did play Dark Angels. They're practically monks. It's a podcast about Age of Sigmar. Three Canadian dudes and a talented Canadian gal. They have 10,000 takes, but rarely any are good. They record all the time, but we're not sure they should. It's party at the all points. Yeah, don't you think? It's party at the all points. Take a drink. It's got day 10. Getting your name wrong. Tristan referencing Bulls basketball and Nicole finding obscure Canadian songs and I'm just fantastic guy. Hello party people and welcome to Party at the All Points, your place for posting and toasting the Age of Sigmar. I'm your undead life of the party, Toon King Tristan. Tonight, on this, our 70th episode, we'll be taking shots to and from our dear listeners with our very first treat bag episode. Your questions answered. Join me tonight, our own weekly question mark, the little gummy bear at the bottom of the bag. He's more than okay. He's Dayton O'Bray. Dayton, I'm all how are we doing? Threshy and gooey. And uh, this is the episode where we don't have any materials. So we reach out to our fans and do a filler. <laughs> you mean Rage of Sigmar? Just like the filler in your chin. All right. And our man in the middle, your man in the night, top five in your program and number one in your heart, the fantastic guy. Hi, bud. How's it feel to be number four in Canada? Oh, man. Like, I'm definitely, I know the guy who's number two in Canada and Dark Angels is not Mm -hmm. playing Dark Angels anymore this year and probably isn't going to any more ITC events. So one more and I could be number two in Canada. All right. As is tradition, that's a drink, bud. Okay. Can I get a sip sip? Can I get a sip sip? Got a sip sip from the tea man. Oh, looks like, what is that, gin? Vodka? Oh, yeah. This is a big glass of gin. Wow. Straight gin. Holy smokes. Definitely not water. All right. Well, first things first, shout out to all you party people listening to the show, especially our newest Patreon member, Will. Will, welcome to the party. I think he's from Tennessee. You think he's from Tennessee? I think he's from Tennessee. Why? Because when I sent him a message, I think it shows his location. He was just like, hey, y'all, how you doing? You're <laughs> like, ah, I see what's going on here. Mountaineer man myself. Okay, I well. Fired, I fired him uh, the old message to say, hey, give me your address so I can give you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so please dox you a, yourself to a, me personally. <laughs> so I could send you a pyramid scheme letter. Yeah. Welcome to party at the all points. Have you yeah. ever heard? Welcome to party at the Arbonne. Away. Yeah, 50 yeah. donations away of attaining a new level. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of being on a new on the next level, big ups to our favorite IDNF Deep Queen, our super producer, Nicole O'Bray. Now, before we get back to insulting our listeners in backhanded and forehanded ways, let's talk about ourselves. Dayton, what are you looking at on your desk? Uh, what you doing? What you doing? What's that? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What's that? What's that? What do you mean? Well, you're not making any kind of like weird motions with your arms, from what yeah, I can tell. So it has I to be paint. something else. That's how I paint. <laughs> I'm just finishing up these two witch elves. Witch elves? Witch elves? Which, elves? Which, Which ones? Elves? Um, the ones on the shrine. And I just oh, shrine elves. There you go. We finally have an answer to the age-old question of which elves. Beautiful. So what are you doing for your scheme on them? Are you going for like pinks, purples, teals, uh, yeah, cyans? So I got the little uh, inspiration there and did some uh, the light blues on the ends of the tails of their white hair. Oh, yeah. Are you doing non-metallic hair? Yeah, doing non-metallic <laughs> hair. Okay. Uh, that was inspired by uh, M there. <laughs> she's, uh, she's pretty fantastic on Twitch. Good one to follow. She wasn't even a joke. Colors. Yeah, no, legit. Yeah, she's great. Uh, so yeah, trying out some stuff, putting a little color, break it up a little bit. It looks nice because the girls themselves are pretty basic, just black and gold and skin. So yeah, beauty. And I'm nice. fun. So yeah, let's uh, do it. Let's do it. That's what it. I'm doing it right now. Like I'm in my work set. This is it. I gotta like paint and podcast and hang out with friends and then go back to work. So. He's multitastic, guys. Speaking of tastic, Bud, what Hi. are you at today by? Oh, what am I at today by? Yes. Um, since since we talked, you have become old. Eyes the buys that builds the boat. Um, oh, I'm I'm okay. painting. I got something more. for later. Yeah? Oh, thanks. What's that? Uh, I'm building more enlightened. I have yeah. them on. I just have them on the base right now because I'm painting them in the disc separately. Oh, uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do have a start collecting Beast of Chaos book or box in the mail Cute. that that I know is going to arrive in the next week. Not like the one that uh, I ordered from my local gaming store that's going to that's supposed to be shipped from GW to them first. So I have no idea when that's arriving. But I know this other one from an unnamed source is arriving in less than a week. Excellent. Um, You're going to get your product before I do. So, yeah. bud, for your yeah. birthday. Uh-huh. Today I did something for you. Ooh. Today I told the lead singer from Great Big C that you said hi and it was your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ran into nice. him on the street because he was, I don't know, he's in town doing a show um, <laughs> at the theater and he was talking to the music director. It's a buddy of mine. And I was just like, oh, hey, hey, my buddy Bud says hi. It's his birthday today. He's like, oh. Uh-huh. I bartended hey, then for them. Hey, good day, bud. I was like, oh, all right, there you go. Nice, nice. So, did did he tell you about is Mary Mac's mother making Mary Mac marry me? No, mother, my mother's making me marry Mary Mac. Oh, okay. I see, okay. There was that go. the night Jack Murphy died? It's a night I'll never forget. Or Patty, Patty Murphy. Sorry, that's. I name. wasn't gonna call you on it. That's, that's the old okay. black rum's got a hold of you. Oh, like a dog wrapped around your leg. that might be the world's best cover band all right (laughs) how to get canceled in canada step one all right i think that's worthy of a drink (laughs) that is is worthy of a drink um oh there was the one song see chameleon um my kids used to like when that song don't play with me 
No, no. When that song would come on, my kids would start running around the table. See chameleon lying there in the sun. And they'd just start running around around the table when they were little kids. It was awesome. Amazing. Uh, I ordered the FOMO, FOMO box, too. Did you? Okay. Oh. So for my hobby, anybody who ordered the FOMO box, a.k.a. the Arena of Shades, in that box, you are going to get bits you do not want, you will never use, and I would love to have. So, <laughs> you know what I'm going to talk about, Dayton? Because uh, you already sent me some already. Warlock hoods. Uh, yes. Yeah. The Dark Rider hoods, or heads, heads, hoods, all the above. I would love those. So, if any of our dear listeners are buying that box, we'll never use those heads. Please, slide in my DMs, darlings. I guess that means you're getting more from me, huh? God, I hope so. Need to figure out how much money you need to throw at you for all like 17 of those woods boxes that you have. All oh, right. Yeah. So for <laughs> me, thanks for asking. My hobby is going great this week. <laughs> but how you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, doing pretty good. When are we talking about games played? Oh, After God, Tristan talks about his hobby, I guess. Oh, okay. Both. Okay, okay, By that cool. I mean love you both deeply. Okay. Yeah. So this week for me, I've been investing in myself. I did a whole bunch of blue stuff molding of ancient Tomb Kings bits. And yeah, I, you did. I saw it. I did. Looks good. Looking crispy. I'm really happy. Looking like a really well done quesadilla. So I was able to press them and they came out lovely. And so I've been shaving them down, shaping them, honing them around legs because with green stuff, when it's a little bit fresh out of the oven, blue stuff. So blue stuff's like a thermal plastic mold that you can make copies of other bits. And then you can use green stuff who do, 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 make little copies of those bits that you already did uh, did the blue stuff molding of. So I did that and they look great. They're super sharp and they're flexible because I used a, like a pretty heavy on the green stuff mix this time around because I knew what I was doing. Eh, eh, there's a first. Hey, Let's go. Whoa. Um, right. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Watched a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race this week. So yes. shout out to all my squirrel friends. All right. All right, kitty cat girls. The thing that i did was i got i did like the little bracers that are on the necrosphinx so if you fans of the show want to look up some ancient history go check out the necrosphinx kit and around the little legs of the big cat you'll see these really beautiful bracers and i did copies of those cut off some parts shaped them so now they're actually going to be wrapped around the legs and the arms of the avatar it's going to look big gorgeous i'm super stoked i think it's great because I'm in that challenge with Steve Foote. And Steve Foote, the madman, I think, has already done a base coats on his thing. Uh-oh. Like, it, like, he built it in about two days. Because, of course, it did. So he's Steve Foote. Then he painted it. And then he, in about another day, which is insulting. And then he was like, oh, no, I need to repaint all of these parts. So he repainted everything. Because, you know. <laughs> he's Steve Foote. Steve Foote. He's Steve Foote. Uh, you know, I'm just really thankful that he's so only oh sorry i was actually gonna go for an insult for once uh, <laughs> no he's a beautiful man on the inside he's homely and um, unkempt no he's actually very well kept <laughs> um, ah, sorry just smashing back so, a lovely ipa from the tide and boar brewing company oh it's a high percent it's lovely i might be a little bit fritzy this tonight yeah so steve did that i'm like behind but i think that what i'm gonna do is gonna blow his little friggin' thing out of the water so i'm pretty soaked 
I got a bit more green stuff to do. I'm going to be slapping on some really cute little skirt things. We'll slap chop for the back. Slap chop. Not, not going to slap chop. Going to slap them on. Oh. Um, but slap it seems chop. like that's going great for old friggin' stinky Rob. Stinky Rob's doing great with that. Taking um, the hobby, hobby scene by storm. Just pissing off yeah. all the actual painters. It's great. <laughs> just the ones that adapt to come. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. I like the, I like the shake and, specifically. I thought shake and bake was the greatest thing to come out of the honest war gamer. <laughs> and so the torch has been passed yep. from one box good to another. Well, as soon as he, Tom won best painted the he that kind of took away the shake and bake. So, right. What? Oh, that's oh, right. Tom. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Yeah, man, Tom that's so long ago. And you're talking about Tom Layton, a.k.a. the fuzziest yeah. man in warm hair, a.k.a. a 40K player, a.k.a. date and take a drink. Uh, he plays uh, AOS, too. He got yeah, he like, does. Yeah, he went four and one or something with. Uh, He's got ogres, Montreal. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He also He's helped very me out smart and uh, good with, my, with my tournament this past weekend, but we'll get to that. He what also a cutie. Fast too. That's true. Speaking of fast, Dayton, did you play any games this week? No, I'm worked. <laughs> no, work set. I, Bud, did I you thought play about games. games. This week? I thought about games so much. I thought about all the games. I missed the games. <laughs> I want more games. I, I considered so many games. games. Considered all the games. Oh, good thing you're not going to play a whole bunch soon. Yeah, geez, eh? We'll go over that in a bit. Bud, did you play any games this week? Oh, so uh, drink. I was finally feeling good enough to. Uh, play games and go places so i went to a one day or 40k tournament uh Hello. yesterday yesterday in winnipeg uh i dusted off the dark angels um Those things must and, have been thick oh yeah brought a bunch of uh brought a bunch of terminators and oh, yeah. yeah it was terminator spam and it was like yeah you can only wound me on fours it's like what <laughs> even even if i'm strength 12 yeah you, you're wounding on fours especially if you're strength 12 well, yeah oh God, oh what God, if i just so what if i just spam mortal wounds onto you uh yeah then i just die <laughs> <laughs> i see you've fallen for my trap card Maybe. oh wait yeah. i don't know what that means banish you to the shadow realm so <laughs> i played uh i played thousand suns my first game oh, the dreaded and- and I brought in the Terminators round two. They all did the super be- superhero pose when they dropped. And then I failed uh, five nine-inch charges in a row. Uh, and so then, then they all just stood there and <laughs> they all stood there looking they all waved. superhero-y and got magic and shot. And we are it- a real American. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. That's tough. Um, <laughs> and, well, and I didn't like quite. AOS, I couldn't figure out how banner bat raise the banner uh, secondary worked. Yeah, so, I don't know how that shit worked. Yeah, I know it was. <laughs> I was asking all game. So when do I score? Did I score now? No. Okay, this is so weird. And my second game, I played against Chaos Knights, which was super oh. fun. Oh yeah, the guy was guy was awesome. He painted all of his armagers as uh, as a different chaos god, um, and did like like his Slanesh uh, armager had a noise marine on top playing guitar, oh, and it was just cool. it was just cool stuff like that. So he's excited for the new war dogs, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, so anyway, I lost that game. 
I didn't fail as many charges and I did learn a few things. And then All my right, third there you and, go. Then, and then my third game, I played against Salamanders. Yeah. And that was the guy. He was like, So do you think Dark Angels are actually traitors? And then he was like just bugging me about like he and he was well thought out because he knows the lore really well. Uh, he's a lore guy. Um so They're that was funny. Worst. He went on, he wanted he went on like a two-minute uh rant about why my why is it that my army got transhuman it's like what makes those terminators better than the terminators from other chapters who have to use a lot of stratagems to get transhuman but he, he was fun he was re- he was a fun guy i also learned that game that if you have raised the banners somebody can jump onto your objective mm-hmm. and take the banners down and during that turn charge off of the objective onto a different one and you still count as like not having continued to raise the banners because oh, you, you lost it in the middle of the turn. It was I was really confused. I was like, they took your flag and they went home. Yeah, that's but it, rude. But I still maintain control of the objective at the end of the turn. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> because they were because they were gone because I still had a guy on there. Forty's not okay. Oh, it was there was weird stuff i kept thinking oh um within three inches they can pile in and attack now no you're not in engagement range what is oh, yeah so that's right using. come I've on had you so many, bud since you started this i've finished a half a tall can i've uh, had so many drinks <laughs> yeah none of this is really raising my banner if you know what i mean Ooh. uh no, oh that's because of the alcohol stay away from that whiskey drink yeah or cider drink the vodka drink Tea songs that remind you of the the good good times. Songs that remind you of the best times. Hey, take a look at this shirt, by the way. I know this is Mila's shirt. We're recording right now. Can you read what it says? I am not antisocial. I'm anti-stupid. Oh, I see. Wow, wow. (laughs) We're recording a podcast. Oh, my alarm's going. Turn the oven off. Oh, this is the handbrake. This is the handbrake. Handbrake. The official handbrake. Okay, I'm gonna take a handbrake. Yeah, you, you guys uh, talk about uh, Dayton's gameplay or something. <laughs> but, Thanks, bud. So, bud is actually his ham. Yeah, he has to go take. He talked this out before the show, and he said at some point I may have to leave, but I'll make sure it's very, very stealthy, and no one will notice whenever I have to go have a handbrake. And Dayton and I were both like, "That's not happening." Yeah, he's gonna go take care of his war hams. You know? No, that these are his peace hams. Oh, peace hams. Nice. So Dayton, it's been a work set for you. So you've been like minding the Working. super mega ultra trucks that you've been doing. Yep. Yeah, that's basically it. And it's been like uh, a pretty quick turnaround for us for, you know, recording. And I've just been desperately trying to paint whenever I can. Mm, that makes sense. What I do. Yeah, and you're going so for frosted tips on them. Yeah, kind of. Right. But like deeper, deeper in. Like they're, yeah. Oh, the reverse ombre. Ombre. He's okay. The Obre Ombre. <laughs> it's okay. The Obre Ombre grind. And then um, all I have to do is just uh, do the blades and then we're good. So yeah. Nice. You love to see it. That's great, yeah. man. You really well, had yeah, a quick well, turnaround on the, one of those listener those, those two specific things. Well, listener questions are going to come in after the break. Oh. We are going to be sliding into a couple cues from the community that we have developed over on our Discord. 
which you can join if you join our Patreon. Oh yeah, it's... and Andrew, aka Bellmail, Bellmail four and one today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there were a few really fun tournaments that happened this weekend, mm-hmm. and one of our people, Bellmail, went four and one with Bone Splitters. Yeah, he beat Noah, which is so sick. <laughs> and then he I beat love Surge. that he beat Noah. So he beat two thirds of the tough or half the tough crowd members in attendance. I love it. He's beating our team, but we're still happy. Uh, didn't he beat Vag too? Oh, I thought I thought he lost. No, well, he probably beat Vag because I think lost he only last lost. Game. <laughs> wow. So the scourge of the tough crowd, Bell Mail. Yeah. You'll love to see it. Yeah, no, it's sick. I love it. This ham it's is been really so fun. Good. <laughs> it looks great. Good yeah. thick ham. Uh-huh. Oh my god, this is so good. Sorry, let's hey, take for- a break. Let's take a music break. <laughs> we're t- we're- okay, we're taking a break. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, party people, back from that awesome break. Okay, what were you telling us, sir? Uh, but... uh, I, have an, I have an LVO story. Oh, okay. LVO? Hey. I, okay. Hardly know her. We're still yeah. talking about that. I know. Um, so anyway, in the Winnipeg AOS chat, um, all of a sudden these two new guys uh, are in. And it's like, holy cow, like coming in hot, like talk about all this stuff and whatever and tournaments. And the one guy brings up LVO. I'm like, oh, okay. Did you see any tough crowd guys? He's like, oh, yeah, I totally hung out with them. Then he sends a picture of himself and Ryan. I'm like, like, what? Egg white? What? Egg white or timber? Timber. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then so I posted my picture that I have with Ryan from Nashville. But Cute. anyway, apparently he partied with a bunch of the tough crowd guys. Or Sweet. I'm not sure both of them did. Back in the hotel. It could be. He was, uh, I think he ended up 19th. What? Yeah. Beat him. A <laughs> 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 woo. Um, Tell me how you really feel, Dane. I think he, I think he played. Um, Gavin in round four, round five. Okay, who is this mystery man? Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm just—that's a fast loss, I'm sure. Trying, trying to remember. That his, is a fast loss. I'm trying to remember his. Uh... Gavin just won another tournament too. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's true. Let's see, where's the guy? I think yeah, Gavin just yeah. won. Riley, Riley Picklick. 
He's oh, playing uh, Thunder Thunder Lizards. Pickwick is an incredibly Manitoban name. In my head, just makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. It's four and one. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Borden. <laughs> oh, he's 18th. Sorry, he ended up one spot ahead of uh, my my main man, James West. <sighs> Not your lookalike. Sweet. James uh, West, buddy Josh, just get by in Iron Jaws, and he's getting um, Dan to do him. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Nice. So they'll be like. The custom flying anyway to finish my lvo story uh it it was really cool getting those two guys into our winnipeg chat because we don't have a lot of people in that chat that travel for warhammer and so it's nice to see a couple of people in there and so maybe i'll get to meet them sometime soon sorry bud i thought you were done (laughs) no it's okay i didn't mean to step on your toes like that you know i appreciate you apologize to him do you I appreciate <laughs> everything you continue in content wise with the podcast. And uh, is that all you appreciate about me? I don't want to I see how it is. Dayton. That. <laughs> yeah. We got some Fine. listener questions. Let's do it. Yeah, we do. It's a beautiful Sweet thing. Deal. Sweet. So this week we oh. were all kind of thinking like, what can we talk about? Like we know that there've been a few pretty fun tournaments this weekend. Maybe we could talk about that. Maybe we could talk about, some of the things of how we think the meta is developing, what we think like kind of in the future for Thondia, like what that means. But all in all, we were just kind of like, I don't know, bro. What do you want to do? I got so that resulted question. in listener questions. I got one. <laughs> yeah. He's listening you have a question? All right, yeah. all right, sir. All right, host of the party at the all points. When you reach for that paint to paint that model, what's that paint? Who Ooh. makes it? What's the number one paint? What's like the, that who's I, the yeah? Who's your brand? Who's your go-to for branding? For branding, like who's brand your like, paint? Who's your favorite paint to paint? I don't put brand in my paint. Nice. Okay, so yeah, brand's a weird thing to put in painting. I feel like it's regular enough. I'm so old, usually usually okay. you want it thinner. Um, so for me, the number one paint that I reach for is Incubi Darkness. That so is my you. number one from Citadel. That's my number one. I've really turned into a lover of Lejo metal color. Like that is legit. If the shake, listeners, yeah, the, 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 the big bottle with the little, the big bottle with the little ball inside with of the it. Boots and the fur. Yeah. <laughs> Apple bottom jeans. <laughs> Those paints are amazing. They're kind of unlike anything else I've used. I'm having so many burps from this IPA. I'm sorry, listeners. Now, the beauty of these paints are they go on like water. It's nuts. But yeah, those are my, my two go-tos right now. It's like, I'm always going to use Vallejo metal color from now on for my metals, like basing. Holy smokes, it goes on. And Incubi Darkness, because it's, to me, almost a perfect paint. Bud, what's yours? Um, I think the oldie and the goodie are from uh, the Vallejo game color range. Uh, Azul Magico and Azul Electrico. Ooh, that's uh, magic blue and electric blue. Mm-hmm. Beautiful colors because they're blue and I love them so much. And the funny thing is, is, I do have a blue house with a blue window. Because I don't have a girlfriend, so but if she was, she'd be so blue. <clears throat> Because I would say I can't be you can't be my girlfriend because I married my ex girlfriend already. Hey, and Dayton, what's yours? 
<laughs> we like putting pauses in the show so Nicole can edit them out. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Vallejo guy. Yeah, but what's your paint? Like, do you have a number one paint from Vallejo? Uh, God, for this whole, for these daughters of Cain. Actually, for honestly, for my daughters of Cain, I've been uh, a Nagaroth Knight by Citadel. Nagaroth like, Knight? Uh, yeah, what yeah. color is that anyway? It's like a super dark purple. Yeah. Oh, cool. I guess I should say that Incubi Darkness is a super dark teal. And for my Vallejo, probably my favorite one is like the buff. It's called buff. And it's like buff? a sand. It's oh, like is it for buff color. muscles? That's uh, the ones I did all for my scales on all my uh, snakes. Oh, yeah, that's a great color. Oh, yeah, good color. Eh? All right, let's get hey, to the real Hey, ones. I have a quick I have a quick paint question for you, Dayton. Oh, okay. So that uh, shrine that you're painting right now, are you, are you using that in Shawinigan? No. Okay. So there's no panic to get it finished. Okay. No, I'm not. But it will be done. It'll be done tonight. Oh. Wow. Are you going to have a ceremony? Uh, I'm going to just burn all my brushes <laughs> and start fresh. <laughs> Seriously, like I'm probably going to be like 40 hours plus into this paint job. Oh, yeah, I believe it. You've been working on it forever. forever. No, it looks great. It's is, awesome. Is that forever? forever. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at at least that with the stupid gigantic Tomb King thing. All right, let's pretend like we have fans and ask us questions. And- All right. Oh, yeah, we actually do. We, so I put the call out on Twitter and asked our Discord for our Patreon members, and Twitter <laughs> gave us a few. <laughs> After like 15 hours. What? <laughs> Nicole posted on there with crickets. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was rude. It's like, thanks, Nicole. God, way to point out that nobody loves us, except we do have people who love us. So starting off, we're going to lead off with a pretty fun one. From the Lorecast Eternals podcast on Twitter, have y'all ever gotten into an army thinking it was gonna, it will be great to paint and play, and then halfway through painting it and playing a few games with it, you end up wishing you went with a different army? Have you ever had painter's remorse? Bud, have you ever done that? I'm living it right now. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> How's Tina's army treating you? Oh, it's it's great. It looks so good on the shelf right now as I'm painting the army that I'm really gonna use this summer. Oh, it and hurts. It was just uh, I'm I'm not like I don't think I could ever play Nurgle unless yeah. there's there's a speedy attack version of Nurgle. Cause yeah. this whole just attrition thing is not for me. Yeah. Just don't don't play OBR either. No, you're a, no, you are bombastic. Oh yeah, I'm way too fantastic and spaztastic and crazy-tastic to just sit in one place or just go onto an objective and sit there. That's nah, that's not me, man. And might I add, also from the pictures I've seen, astastic. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's Dayton, my, same my question. Weekend. Painter's remorse. Oh, gee, golly, there, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, Gary! Oh, Gary! <laughs> uh, I don't really do that. I've never really felt it. But I do buy armies that sit and don't get painted. And unfortunately, if they don't get painted, I don't really play them. And I've been buying armies, and it's really cool to have, like, a break and stuff. But I just really can't put down the Daughters of Cain right now. And it's... I have a, I have a problem. 
You've been buying armies like a drunken sailor lately. Ah, uh, OBR, Let's be Iron honest. Jaws. OBR, you didn't really buy. Like, you... One. I mean... It yeah. flew into your life. Yeah. It's almost the like stork. they were breathed into And you. I greeted them the with The stork left arms. it on your door. Uh, your arms are anything but... <laughs> I was just Bony is <laughs> not an actor. I was just about to. <laughs> Who am I kidding? These arms are Bony. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, but I do like purchasing armies, and I have no regrets. But uh, 40k is definitely leaving my shelves. Yeah, they are with a quickness. You. <laughs> How about nice. you, Tris? Well, for me, oddly enough, it's cities as well. I went gung ho into a conversion project because you know cities, amazing lore opportunities. I found one of the classic GW plot hooks where it was they just mentioned spell hunters and roving bands of armies that do that. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to build that. So I just had a whole bunch of ideas flow into my head about an army of humans that were augmented with a whole bunch of magical artifacts and like weird, like forbidden magic tech. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do that. Did it, built it. Like I have a full t- probably 2,500 points just fully converted, just waiting, begging me to paint it. And I painted 10, 10 can, uh, of the hand cannon guys, the free guild riflemen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I played a few games and I did not click with the army. And it was, it is a gigantic bummer. I kind of bounced off it, wandered around in the wilderness a little, like still was converting stuff, but I just wasn't painting and that, like usually I'll like convert something really want to paint it and keep going. It was my first big project after tomb Kings, like totally were being shoved into a locker for never to be opened ever again. And so I was just kind of forcing the issue, trying to find something to do really love the lore, really love the snippet, but then it just came to on the table. I had the buyer's remorse. I had the, like, this really isn't my play style, but I think I'm going to be going back to it. Like I know more about the game now. Like for the, the big thing about that was I didn't know enough about the game or how I like to play to make an educated decision, to make a good guess. And TTS wasn't around. So I feel like this question can be answered for anybody who's thinking about buying an army. Try it out. Like do the go on TTS, find somebody and just play a game with what you're thinking about before you do it. If you like, were going to say it, I was. Yeah. Like to me, that's the big solution here is that you just try out your ideas before try before you buy. Like before you buy. Before you buy buy. Before you buy is to buy. It's just funny just because hey, I'm thinking of Alan. Get out your <laughs> Whenever get I said Bud says hi, and he was like, Oh yeah, I know Bud. Oh yeah. <laughs> you get that new feel army feeling out of your system on TGS and then if you really like it, well, now you can uh, sink the old funding, you know? Yeah. And like, it's one, on hold. yeah, it's one thing to be super stoked on a lore of something that you want to convert up a unit or two. Like, that's what I think Warcry is perfect for. Like, you can get these one units that you're like, okay, this is sick as hell without the full commitment. It's the full commitment of an army that can be like a pretty big, like, ooh, or just doing a thousand points. Like, I was stupid. I just kept making stuff because I wanted to make stuff. I made an army. It worked. The play style just didn't click with me. That's life. Yeah. But right. I think rules change. We'll see how things go. I don't know. There you go. So that's the answer for the number one from Twitter. Thanks, Nicole. 
from the Lorecast Eternals. Moving on from the Workhorse Painter, uh, also on Twitter. He asks, uh, in a roundabout way, how did we meet and how did we end up on the show together? Dayton, can you answer that question? I started a podcast, two hosts ditched me, and I <laughs> met Bud through the arc. Through playing arc. Oh, yeah. So tough crowd discord though it wasn't really a tough crowd i think it was just like it, rage of sigmar at that it point was rage sigmar tough crowd did not exist did not exist yet and we played arc uh, like every game. night every night and we had a blast and we still have lots of memories from that and it was great and bud's awesome and i wanted to hang out with bud and i wanted bud on my show so then bud came on my show uh and then <laughs> tristan <laughs> was also in the same discord and talked to him quite a bit. And yeah, I gave you a bunch of crap in the Discord. Yeah. Every voice chat opportunity I had, just shitting yeah. on you. Basically. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, like the show. So basically, without the Rage of Sigmar, we wouldn't know each other that well. No, it, we kind of knew of each other. We all yeah. knew of each other. Like we're not mysteries to each other. Yeah. But um, a mystery. We didn't really know I've heard of Ma'am Dare in the chat. <laughs> I knew he was from BC, but then there was Batastic God. Me and Tristan actually talked first. Uh, yeah, we did. Back before even Rage Sigmar or Discord, I think. Did we like talk on Twitter or something? Or like, yeah, I think we so. did. We did a video hobby chat one night. Yeah, that's, that's right. Cool. I forget how. Like, where, when, when, where was that? Because, like, I definitely knew you ish. Like, we had met before yeah. getting together in that Discord. Yeah. And it was just when I was like, I like this guy. He reminds me of my dad. <laughs> 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 that, and I'm just a sucker for Winnipeg. So I had to like you. So, there you yeah. Go. I there you hate go. Winnipeg. <laughs> We I love it so much. That's a great band. song. That's a good song. song. Beautiful band. Beautiful people. Such yeah. nice people. God. Do you know John Kay? Oh, yeah. John Kay? Absolutely. Yeah. Like lives in Transcona? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Beautiful man. Yeah. Great guy. People. Great curler, too. Weird. Oh, Ooh, oh, yeah. There you go. No, curls out of, curls yeah. out of the Fort Gary Curling Club. Does he? Oh, I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah. That makes sense. That's good. Be down around that area. Okay, but moving on from the poet laureate of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> so so There's so many Canadian tangents <laughs> going on in this episode. 40 centimeters of snow. <laughs> Bad weather driving conditions. All right, and Selenice asked a question that I think we could do a whole episode around, which is about battle plans and designing one and designing one that's also a narrative thing. So we're going to toss gosh. that out and get to it later. Discord members, <laughs> so we got a holy smokes level he's nice he's the best mm-hmm. I, honestly one of my favorite people in the entire world i love him forever. we will definitely answer that at some point get it i get jokes nobody else does so yeah a deluge of questions came from the discord it was amazing to see it's one of those like oh wow people actually do like our show i guess these people pay to listen to us i see how it is nice and then all the like almost all these questions were really smart except for the one from joe crier um all the questions were great, except for the one from Joe. Like I was blown away by how smart, intelligent, good looking, except for Joe Cryer, all of our listeners are. It was great. I'm blown away. So oh, I'll actually we'll get to that later. Now, so we are going to break into a couple of these. So 
Milotic, aka one of our newest Patreon members, is wondering, what's your take on the Cronspire thingy? Is it an interesting piece of tech? Will it open up new list building opportunities? Or is it too onerous? Dayton? Well, why'd you go? Let's have your not so tepid thoughts. Lay it on me. It's a great idea. It's fun mm-hmm. to see new mechanics in our game. Mm-hmm. I just don't and then? think I don't think they hit it really well with this one. But I think we'll probably see it on the table a little bit with a few factions. They'll find a use for it. But uh, yeah, any any suggestions on to what that might be? On who would take it? Yeah, someone that needs a monster, so like Nighthawn or something. All right. Hey, uh, Bud, what are your thoughts? The question is again. Yeah. What's your take on it? Will it create new lists or is it just a little bit stinky? I like it anytime that we get. Are we talking about all of Thondia? No, we're just Thon- talking Thondia about Cronspire. Or... Just the, just, oh, just the just Cron, the... not the Thong. He's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah, hey, it's dumb. It's just, I don't know. I think I said kind of last week of what I, what I wish they would have done with it. I don't. I don't see it getting used that much, or at least I hope not. I just, I don't know. It, like, why are you adding this? This has, I have no interest. Like, it, why don't you help out an army instead of, like, why don't you worry about your rule set rather than, like, hey, let's throw something really, really neato and cool. Because that's how British GW workers talk. $270. Yeah, for $270. Can we talk about Thondia? I think it's great. Anytime we get new terrain out, let's just get some new terrain rules now. Okay, good. Tristan, Goody. what do you think? So my thoughts are, I kind of like it. Like the more I look at, it's funny. The more I look at the War Scroll, the more I like it. I love how I'm the only one who likes it. Um, this podcast is over. <laughs> He's We're gone. Done. We're done. Five minutes in the penalty box. Let's go. That's a major one. So. Yeah, I actually really like it. I think it can create quite a few different opportunities for, you know, coolest builds, things that you wouldn't normally see. I think it creates a nice little big block of points that you can use. I think they kind of nailed it when it comes to how much it should be because 400 points is enough of your army that you're like, this is going to be a big thing. This is going to be a large chunk here. You're not going to not notice this. It's not like an endless spell that's like 100 points or less, like 65 points that are just kind of like, eh, there's some bugs. Like, it's not the killer bees of the Wu-Tang. Like, Ooh, that's, it's that'd not. Be, that'd be a good faction. <laughs> that's true. Oh, it would be yeah. a pretty cool faction. Shout out it's to fun. the Endless Life Swarm. But my point is that I feel like there's a couple of factions that could really have fun with it. I think notably anybody that has a hero that can stay off the board, it can be fun with because it you don't have to be on the board to have on so like the worry about having your hero sniped if you can have a hero stay off the board for i don't know four turns or three three and a half turns then that's pretty good it's hard to kill this thing in two turns you have to like it's a gigantic 400 point distraction current effects at the very least i think there's opportunities for using it in a deep can like having a soul scryer just pop in off the board and kamikaze in the back as you bring up the crown spire I think is super fun because you get that little that little priest dude killed. All of a sudden, it's just going wrecking havoc in their back lines. Uh, can you bring the Can you bring it in <clears throat> in with the hero? No, you can't teleport it in, but it does move twelve and it does get reroll runs. 
So if you really want to, you could should be able to get up the board like pretty freaking quick. Like it moves at least 18 a turn in my mind. Maybe 14, but like that's enough to get it up and to get it behind things. It doesn't have a huge base either. So, so you don't have to have the hero on the board when you deploy that thing. No, you don't. Wow. They can be bonded, but they don't have to be attached. Like they don't have, doesn't have to be kissing. Okay. 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 Yeah. And the other thing I read on Plastic Crack, great blog, is that actually it works really well with the Kragnos. So Kragnos and the Crown Spire could be best buddies, funny little buddy comedy, where with reroll charges, 3d6 charges, throw that and I don't know, maybe throw in a Beast Claw army for shits and giggles. Could be kind of funny. Attach it to <laughs> the, um, what's the name of the cat? The, the Hunter, the Ice Bow, the Ice Brow bow, yeah. bow hunter attached to him have him pop on with his ablative wounds of saber tusks rock and roll like i, th- I think there's actually going to be lists and i think people are actually going to try it out i don't think it's going to be a big shifter which is kind of in my mind a pretty big positive <clears throat> craig knows so hot right now oh my god is he ever yeah oh, full loco mode okay so moving on coming from one of our very active members in our discord jabberwalker what do you think the future meta looks like in response to the current spiking damage alpha strike lists so that's what he thinks that he sees a lot of i know he has i think 70 percent stormcast yeah, his, his meta sucks that should be the name of one of our segments is just your meta sucks <laughs> your fishbowl sucks uh. Yeah, so that's tough. So do you guys think that there's going to be any kind of like future meta response or anything that can happen until the GHB? Because to me, that's a big question, because I know for a fact the meta will shift with that GHB. The rules will shift. 100%. So do you guys think that and there's anything that can be done in the next few months for that? Uh, yep. Factions coming out. Rules change the way that people build armies. Uh, we saw it with Iron Jaws. People weren't taking screens or anything anymore. They mm-hmm. were just going for like single units, like I can just wipe you off the board kind of thing. And then Iron Jaws were like, sweet, you got nothing to stop me. You can hit whatever you want, but I'm coming in and kicking your ass. And then people had to redo their lists. Uh, we see lists like Zizich fall, Zizich fall back mm-hmm. out of the fray because of Iron Jaws. And uh, the only one that seems to be doing really well and surviving no matter what buck comes out is uh surf which you know has the built-in like against burst damage yeah yeah and gavin yeah gavin yeah (laughs) we don't talk about gavin no more (laughs) i don't want to talk about gavin no more (laughs) did you see the tweet from uh was it from ziggy it was from Ziggy. I did see it. It's like I would like to formally request for you to not to fuck up my stats. XOXO, Ziggy and Rob. Yeah. Is it your goal? Do you look at the stats, find the faction that you want to fuck me over on this week? <laughs> that's a good game. That's a, fun, that's a fun game, man. If I was that kind of player, a thousand percent I'd be fucking with Ziggy. Because I try to fuck with Ziggy anyway. God damn yeah. it, Gavin. Not again, Gavin. Not again, Gavin. Ma'am. Ma'am. Uh, hey, Gavin. 
do you want to take me out for dinner before you fuck me? <laughs> so like, you guys saw that episode of Rancast 2 where Ziggy was on? Because that was a dead ringer for Ziggy's voice. That's so crazy. Oh, was it? I was trying to do Cartman. Cartman up so the whole, whole, the whole episode. Mom, oh mom, mom, can you give me a smoke? Because I like to have a smoke right after I've been fucked. Sometimes I try to make jokes and you guys make me the joke instead. And it works so well. <laughs> I hate you both. Moving on, the Iron Will asks a very important question. Why are Canadians so handsome? Uh, I have, I I have a very easy answer. For, did you? Okay, okay. Go, you go no, it, I want to hear your really easy answer first. Oh, my really easy answer? Because all the Uggos play 40K. Back to you. <laughs> well, you see, it starts in the glaciers of BC. Do where the mountain, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the, where the fresh spraying of water comes out of the mountains, and from that, we brew our finest Canadian kokanee beer, and that's why Canadians are beautiful. That could also be a Coors Light commercial. But... We don't even think <laughs> there we, you go, but we speak for me in uh, <laughs> in PEI. What? what we don't we don't get kokanee in PEI, it's a regional beer. No, oh, weird, hmm? uh, it's not the greatest name. No, no, it's no, not. It Pilsner is Pilsner is my go-to. Canadian. Oh man, old style Pilsner, that's what's up. Talk hands of that in the park. Ooh, sign me up. I like Bud Light Lime. Of course you do. <laughs> Makes you feel skinny that. again. Which was summer. All right. Um. So those are obviously both very, very deeply correct. So uh, another one from the Iron Will. Do you think the Prime Hunter slash Target rules have made competitive play better? Dayton, riddle me this. Stop painting and answer my question, damn it. Well, you I'm waiting for you to call on me, damn it. Okay? I don't want to just talk you willy-nilly. Guys, why are mom and dad fighting? Because <laughs> dad's a fucking asshole. <laughs> no, there's only one person who can put up with me on a daily basis. And that's our lovely uh, producer. I was going to say, um, what about on your work sets? <laughs> I guess that's why they put you in a, a truck by yourself. Yeah, that's, that's why That's, that's why, why seven to, on, seven yeah, off. That's why I had to take seven on, seven off. I was forced into this career. <laughs> okay, but really, Prime Hunter, Target, what do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, we saw it with uh, Andrew today. Squeaking out wins by, by like one. And Oh, so you're coming out for pro. You think that it has affected the meta in a massive way. Well, the ones that are like just barely losing or just struggling to hang on, mm-hmm. they're uh, yeah, they can they can do well. They can prop open and crack open the juicy egg that is the meta. <laughs> just slurping <laughs> it down like butt in his ham. <laughs> oh, I still got more ham in a bowl here. Can't like, I know? I see a slithering it into your slimy <laughs> mouth. There. He's blending it right now. He's turning the glaze just dripping off your lips. Uh, it was a rub. I, I didn't do a glaze. But here I get to give you a piece of advice. If you're drinking ham juice and your arm goes numb, wait 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Good. Thanks. That is a good ham. You, Tris, what do you think? Snorted. <laughs> ham juice. Uh, uh, dear listeners, this gets a lot better because of all the creepy tongue things that Bud is doing. <laughs> <laughs> but Bud, so yeah, what do you think? Uh, hunters, targets, good? No, good? Not good? Make a difference? No difference? I gotta say, I don't, I don't really know. And Look at you the being one, a big man at admitting things. Uh, I know, I know, I know I enough to know that I now. don't know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the tournament that I that I ran, being the only person in this group that's run a tournament in the past month. Fuck off. 
trying. I think I think we only had one unit that actually qualified under the Prime Hunters thing, Ooh. or like the whole thing. Like we had a we had one Maw Crusher. There were no dragon. There were no dragons. No fulminators. Um, what else is on that list? Jabberwocker is listening to this and shedding silver tears of pain. That's all I face. <laughs> his paints with I, those I tears. Hey, come out to our meta. We're a lot more friendly. Go to the friggin- Go to the what the hell is it? The club in England yeah. where they just ran a whole gloom spike gets. Oh, that's Nathan right. Won. The Dankopolis. Oh, he's, he's the best. Um, we had no Sylvanath. We had no Night Haunt. Uh, what were the other factions in there? I don't know. Other stuff. Other stuff that sucks. Yeah. So, like, oh, actually, Arch- things oh, that are actually. half good. The what did Bellmail just run? Uh, uh splitters. Yeah, I was trying to set up. Sorry. I oh, just set it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah we didn't have any of those either. Yeah. So you find no effect. Oh yeah, Manitoba, Manitoba meta, thirty centimeters of snow and no effect from Prime Hunters. Clearly, Bud's Prime been Hunters. really influenced by that video. My Frankie, <laughs> Frankie the Weather Guy, uh, search Frankie the Weather Guy, Manitoba storm. Beauty of a video. Shout out to all my capers <laughs> everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I know my thoughts are uh, kind of a little bit of both of yours because i feel like at the top competitive play if you have good players playing armies that get bonus points guess what Belmel will kick your ass and squeak ahead and win the game like yeah, it's, he is. it's like it doesn't make a difference except for the very top 10 percent of players and i think that's good i think it's good i think it's good that it doesn't have an effect yeah. except for the top 10 percent of players and we drafted him first yeah. I don't I don't mind the rule set by the way. Like I like the I like the rule set. I, like I just wish what they're trying. I love that they have focused in on the units that the are causing trouble <laughs> and the armies that need help like as a totality. Like I think those are really nice to have those both like in the focus. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a little bit too much of a bolt on. Like I don't want to have something else I have to remember or slash teach people whenever I play them. True. Like to me, that's a big thing. It's like I don't want to have to teach people this stuff. Like no, I wish they would just know. strap on instead of bolt on. Mm-hmm. Bolt ons hurt. That would have raised my banner. God. Okay. Next that's question. That's a drink. <laughs> Next question. Speaking of 40k, can I say I'm so glad I like I love AOS. It made me love AOS. <laughs> Nothing brings you back into the fold of mother arms. Yeah. <laughs> like that damn neighbor partying all the night partying at every all point yeah there we go okay sorry next question i just wanted to say how much i love the os my wish officers went flying across the room which was well serves you right kind of retribution (sighs) so next question is from one of your favorite painters dayton scott b okay scott b B. there you go (laughs) is there already or will we reach a point where there are too many different armies is it more and more is more and more new ones better than expanding the ones we already have? The question sucks, Scott. <laughs> Can't have too much. I uh, <laughs> I think we can do both. Like I feel like we can folk. Like I feel like it should be one new army a year and about four or five refreshes. Like to me, this should be a little bit more refresh oriented because you have so many to do 
and give them a unit. Like the one single hero thing I think is kind of garbage. Like yeah. it's shown over and over mm. again that except for like maybe 10% of the time, like out of the 10 armies that kind of have had this treatment, I feel like we see one of the heroes that have popped out like that. I just, I want to see more actual units get added. To me, that's the big change. Like with heroes, it's like, you're going to take the best support hero, whatever it is, unless it turns out to be better than some of the best ones, which it probably won't be. There's no real point to do it. So for me, it's like, I want another unit that can add something to an army, like the cross booze, the uh, whatever guard guys for night hunt that are coming out. That adds a different element to an, to an army that expands upon it. But then I still want to see new stuff. Like, God yeah. damn it. I want to see Cetra in the mortal realms. <laughs> we Aberdeen, Aberdeen, stop. Aberdeen. That was a really <laughs> good ad. Yeah, that's true. So like, we don't, we don't have to like equivocate on the specific single wound heroes. But my point is that I don't, I would rather see a unit get added to flesh eater courts than just another hero. Oh yeah. So was Bud, he talking about, think? well, wasn't the question about a new, like a new faction? Well, yeah, it's, he's wondering like new factions or flesh should we up. just expand the ones that we already have? So it was kind of both. That's why I yeah. did kind of both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if we need any new factions right now. Um, I do. I, I, yeah okay well I mean, damn tomb kings. we'll just throw them into obr um so, <laughs> i thought you were gonna quit i, I wish 30 quit. centimeters of snow upon you i wish but 30 centimeters the, of snow the, the i don't care i don't care i put my snowblower away and it means we have no school on thursday which would be awesome um okay i don't think we need, need a new faction i i do i would like to see some new stuff for other factions like um, I don't know. Like Sylvaneth riding bugs. Like Sylvaneth, I would love to see like them putting some actual elves into Sylvaneth that are of the foresty variety. Oh, um, so not tree revenants riding bugs. No, no, not tree revenants riding bugs. Although that would be kind of be cool. How about centaurs? You know that beast grave box? How about like mm. more of those guys? Yeah, yeah give me the you lion? just want the mutton chops. You're just a mutton chop kind of guy. Oh yeah. Saucy little minx that you are. Off. You want to see minx just lying <laughs> down across people's faces. Okay. Beauty. What was that reference to? Is that a Rob reference? No. Okay. Um <laughs> just, yeah, that, that's just saying the, whatever comes up. That's where I feel. Uh what are other armies that feel kind of stale? Like all the free guild stuff. Get you know, let's uh, let's update some of that stuff. Let's let's make it more interesting. So yeah, we yeah. agree. Things need to be updated, but it's nice to have like one or two new factions pop in. No, no, I don't want any new factions. Bud's for a, con- a while. Bud's the conservative among us. I want yeah, I am Tory Bud. Bullshit yeah, well, I'm in the area that voted 68 percent for uh, conservatives last federal election. So how many people's party did you get? Oh, there no people's party. Uh, that was like the second most votes. They were like twenty percent. They got twenty percent of the vote here. Puke. It was, yeah, yeah. And if if we make a people's party reference, we puke. If we make a forty k reference, we drink. Checks out. Beauty. Uh, so Dayton, your thoughts were basically my thoughts. My yeah. thoughts to your thoughts. Yeah. Fucking Vulcan mind meld over here. Beautiful. Forty k so reference. Handsome. Drink. Oh, God damn it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. All right. 
Speaking of drinking heavily, Will Lawless, who I don't know how much he drinks. <laughs> Suggestion. He's got to drink a lot. We are going to be moving into the terrain section of this because we had a whole lot of questions about terrain and our thoughts on terrain because apparently pe- whenever people think of us, they think of wood. All right. Suggestions for decent tables worth of that? terrain at home. But I don't know. Some people just have different predilections than I do. And sometimes they just really love men of the night. Now, so suggestions for a decent table's worth of terrain at home. <laughs> what mix of types, i.e., should how many should be defensible wildwood? How many pieces do you think should be on a table? Somebody, you want to just sum up yeah, all those questions that are on terrain? All right, I'll sum it up. Um, what should you have for a decent table of terrain? Dayton, I feel like you would have a good handle on this. Mm-hmm. I feel what LVO did was pretty close to the mark. Uh, oh, really? It's probably been my favorite, but I would change it. So what LVO had was, and it was really cool because it actually made the dice roll in the beginning more impactful. So whoever chose attacker, the defender then rolls six dice for your mystical terrain, mm-hmm. sets up the terrain as per the board supposed to. So they, we all had sheets on how that's supposed to be laid out, mm-hmm. but they get to choose. So two of the terrain are force wildwoods, two of the terrain are impassable. And then two of the terrain are um, in what, uh, garrison, garrison, garrison. Yeah. which is also impassable. Um, <laughs> if, if, you, if you garrison it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was really neat. And then they get to push, they get to roll the six dice and then see what they are and then place them out as they want. And then the attacker is going to pick the side. So it's like oh. this neat little game, right? So the defensive player can't just go like, super hard into one side because then the attacker is just going to be like well i'm going to go there right yeah so they have to kind of balance things out so it was a neat little mechanic so i would build off of that um i would like to see i like to see at least eight pieces of terrain on the table i like mm-hmm. to see two of them be big and impassable like towers or something something mm-hmm. that just makes you divert around i like to see like two of them be like actual defensible terrain that you can actually put units on yeah, I think that's um, super important too. And then the wild woods, I think, are key for hiding like those little heroes and stuff like that. Yeah. Just for uh, shooting, anti shooting. Beauty. I think that's super solid. Um, I agree for the most part, but super I think solid. 10. Ooh, you're 10. I like 10. And I think I agree with the two larger ones. I agree with the two woods of some kind that can be line of sight blocking. I also think you should have a lot of height on your terrain. Like we've got models that are gigantic and I always think you should have at least one thing that you can hide something massive behind. Run and hide. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to like it's Age of Sigmar is full of big dumb heroes. I want to be able to have those big dumb heroes do something. And so I think having a massive line of sight blocking piece is important to me. I would rebuttal you a bit with that 10 mm-hmm. pieces and just say things can get really crowded when you have two armies that then bring their own terrain. Well, that's fair. That's fair. So I think, yeah, eight. So with that said, I think eight to unless you yeah, have a rule ten. where you replace a piece yeah. of scenery with your scenery, because I don't that like tournament packs too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I think that you're dead on with looking at the pack for the um, for LVO and for the placement. I know you can find that by going to Frontline Gaming's website. Just last week, they had a um, left coast or a a west coast sorry i just go on to the stupid 
naming of things um a west coast to who actually has like a generic rtt pack and i think that the terrain that he did for that is awesome it's super simple super easy you can go to the last week's uh last week's um warhammer weekly which i think is what's the number i don't i can't tell search by Um, date search by date yeah so Last week would have been the what? What was last Wednesday? April sixth. Uh, well, this. Yep. Like day that. after my birthday. There you go. The day, day after we Badillion recorded. Day. The day we recorded. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, and I just think like there's you're able to find these terrain maps that people have made, and I think following them is super super fun. So the maps that they have on the generic RTT pack are, I believe, pretty much the same as the one that's in the LVO pack. They have these little T blocks that kind of show you where you should be putting your terrain for the different battle plans. And I think that's pretty clutch because you can have a lot of different tables set up, but have the different spots filled up by the different types of terrain. Like, as you said before, the wild woods, the defensible, the garrisonable ones, but having the spots where you should be putting terrain, I think is really nice to see because other people have thought about this like people for the aos worlds have thought about this they've released terrain packs and i think that if you go and you find these train packs that other people have made like this one for the generic rtts i'm looking at it right now either they for every single battle plan they have these maps that show you where the deployment zones are where the objectives are and have little t's inside of circles for where you should be putting your terrain and i've done something like this before like with the AOS Worlds pack before I snagged it and I used that for the last tournament that I ran and it went super smooth. Every round I was just able to walk up, slap the terrain down or the players were able to do the same. And you can just follow the exact same rules that you had laid out there, Dayton. And it just makes it so much easier. So you can know like kind of a general area of where to put it for it to be an even for it to be a fun way to drop the terrain. That's how I feel. All right, so getting back to the question of how many pieces of terrain would you put? Yeah. I would say I'd say eight. Hmm. I agree. Uh, ten, ten is a lot. Um, but so when we're talking defensible, are we talking like let's give us examples? We're we talking about like barricades or walls or say what you mean. Mm-hmm. Say well, what kind of examples of what would be examples of defensible terrain? what are your examples of defensible terrain uh that i like to see i like you like to see yeah i like i like seeing movement that like it's really easy to dismiss terrain in aos and lots of people do it but i think it's a really big key part of the game and you should have terrain that influences direction and placement and how you want to put your big blocks so walls i like walls okay yeah i I like walls i like hedgerows i like the little um Actually, some of the little bits of terrain that you get from GW actually work out pretty well that they can be kind of like walls, but not look, they're not just like, here is a wall in a field for no good reason. Just like, like flopped over war- pieces of relics. Like the war cry kind of stuff or? Um, they've got like a scatter kit that I know they come in different war cry things. It's like the knocked over pillars and stuff from the um, Sigmarite terrain things. You know, the ones that came mm-hmm. out that were like the rectangles and the That's circles. They for also flat bases. Knocked over. Exactly. So these knocked over pillars, I think you could like get a couple of those lined up and then all of a sudden, boom, bam, you have a wall, but it doesn't look like a wall. Yeah, it was like 35 bucks for that. 
box. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was so good. Such a good okay. box. Would you, so if you were just putting down, if you're putting down a woods on your table, are you just saying any woods that are down are wild woods? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm doing. Like I'm just that. taking the woods rules. Like, and remember, yeah, they, they got three them. inches. Yeah, there's <laughs> no point in half of them if they aren't. Yeah, I would so. love to see. I mean, we're gonna get back into 40k rules, but I would uh -huh. love to see with the got my beer uh, in hand. What, what's the is it the obscuring terrain rule where if it's five inches high, you can't see past it? Like even if you can see a model over top of it, mm -hmm. it it blocks line of sight to it unless it's like 18 wounds or 16 wounds or something. Yeah, yeah, they've got a rule exactly like that. That would, and I think that that's a pretty. Cool rule. It's a cool rule. I think you can hide good. your monsters. Yeah. But not Archeon. Yeah. Because he's 20, and which is okay, right? Which elves? Ar yeah. Which elves? Maybe, you, and, you can't, and you can't hide Marathi just because that's the, the rule I would put in my pack. <laughs> you can't. Well, yeah. AOS, you can't hide monsters' names. Yeah. So I think that's, a, I don't I think that kind of answers that. Beautiful yeah. way to go. God, we're smart and good looking. Right. Um, Jabberwalker. Yeah, That's boy. all thanks to the uh, cold glacial, <laughs> glacial fed kokanee <laughs> of kokanee beers. All right. So, Jabberwalker again popped in with another question. What are some terrain rules you'd like to see implemented and how would that change the state of the game? But you just went over that. Can you think yeah, of any more? I, I went over it like impassable terrain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would I would like to see yeah I would like to see something where you can give a keyword to something like that like if this is five inches tall you can't see past it or through it mm -hmm. like I don't care if you can use your magnifying glasses like there's a gap in here where I can see the leg of this monster no you can't see through it um yeah and then 100%. like what did Area terrain right now, like if you just put like an area of rubble on the ground, mm -hmm. like just so that would provide cover in it right now, right? 100%. Yeah. Give you plus one to save if all your models are wholly within the area. Okay. Are we just not, is, are people just not putting that on tables anymore? Is that just not nope. a thing? Okay. I, well, I got it in turn. I don't see much. Game five at LVO. <laughs> so one round out of, uh, and it was great. Because it saved my unit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, that, you know what? That's a great point, bud. People aren't putting down area terrain that you can actually get into. It's something that I've noticed on a bunch of tables. I know yeah. it's something that I see on Season of War. They don't mm -hmm. do a lot of actual area terrain. It's something the Honest Wargamer doesn't do. Yeah. Like they like their big pieces of line of sight blocking that are 3D like, printed. Oh, yeah. And 3D movement, printed. Movement to nine. Hard to movement to nine terrain. Season of War boards are like very much pathways, which is kind of 100%. Oh yeah, like they they do a great job. Like they've thought out but their boards really great. well. Hey, go give them a oh, golf. Those guys are fucking great. Go give them a super follow, don't you know? Oh yeah, um, like and subscribe. So, well, yeah, like subscribe, join their little I don't know whatever. Cult. Give them five bucks. Cult. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we're just mad at them because they stole the buds drugs fanny oh, pack. Fuck the fanny yeah, one of the God AOS damn it, short, AOS shorts of merchandising. Why you gotta make Ooh. me angry this oh, episode? That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, we hate Jordan, um, but we love right his now. boards and his until and him until as I a see him until I see him May long weekend. Yeah. So you do you know what? You have at least a week and a half of hate, Jordan. 
coming to yeah. you. Whole, it better be more than that because I got to have a whole beast army painted by then. I don't know. I oh, know. speaking of terrain, Slambo is uh player player place terrain. That's what's in the Slambo pack. So oh, is the Slambo pack going to be the same as the LVO pack? Or no, because <sighs> it's player place at LVO, but it did have a sheet of where where the areas you have to put them. But you can mix yeah. and match, so you can have Wild Woods in the center, or you can have Impassable in the center. Yeah. But the placements of the terrain had to be. We'll have to do a show yet where we go through the Slambo pack. 100%. I would love that because you guys are smart. I need need a French uh, co-host to be able to go through the Grand Clash pack. We got through the Grand Clash pack. Let's get Notre Me from Le Grand Tour for for to go through the Grand Clash pack. The Shaw Win Again. Shaw Win Again pack. I think that's a great time. The Gentleman 14. We can get him and his great Excellent, beautiful face. La boue, Guy Lafleur. Yeah, so future episodes, we will be going through terrain packs. We will be going through pack packs. We will be going through all the packs and all the terrains you could ever want. Okay, so the next question is, oh, also on terrain. So Mr. Jiffin, a.k.a. Kicker, would really like to hear your thoughts on terrain for a table at home. And what to do to run a successful basement tourney like Dayton. <gasps> Dayton, beautiful oh, Dayton. Is the basement tournament Based any war different? Gamer. Is the basement tournament any different from a small local tournament? Dayton, I'm going to prime you up here. I think yes. Yeah. It is I different. Think there's way more drinking at the basement <laughs> tournament than ah, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, you don't know? Okay, well, I'll take it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a question for you, but I'll answer it. It's, like I said, you got to have at least eight pieces on each board. Yeah. And does it honestly, have to be? It's, and it's not just that. Like, it's got to look good. Like, make your boards look good. Make them look thematic. Make them look like you want to actually place your army and play on it. Is there, but is that a basement tournament? Do you yes. think that you could get away with Coke cans and shit? That's Garage Hammer. That's the difference. Ooh, soup, soup cans and paper towels. Garage Hammer is a different beast. Okay. Nice. That sounds like a hot Sunday night for me there, bud. <laughs> Ow. Give me the boy RD. Oh, wait. So, nice. yeah, Garage Hammer, beer cans, whatever. Uh, we actually like to play a game. Uh, we did it in 40K where drink. Uh, every time you finish a drink, yeah, you put it on the table. You put it on the table, and it could be like mid. Like they're about to pick their target, and you could just slam back like a tall boy and put it in the way so you couldn't see it. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's it's dumb. Crazy. I saw that dumb. played at an Astronicon in Winnipeg. There were thirteen Fort- cans on the table. What are your what's your, Gary Darks. what's your opinion on it? What's your opinion on it, Tristan? Well, my opinion, whenever it comes to this here question, um, for a successful basement tournament, you want to make sure that you have lots of snacks. You want to make sure you say it's BYOB. Or have everybody split on a keg because, you know, you're all friends. Um, and how it's different than a small local tournament, you're not trying to impress anybody whenever it comes to people over your own house, except for, you know, the ways that you always want to impress your friends. Like you want to ball out and have like a sweets, like pack awesome. of ribs or something. And if you're at the local, like a local tournament, like a local store, 
I think you really want to make sure that everything looks great and you're trying to put your best foot forward for everybody because you never know who could be in the store if they would become like a future friend of yours. Like you want to make it seem like it's something that people are going to get into. I always think at the store, you should have like your semi, like not so much semi-professional, but like be make it a good time that's accessible for everybody for your basement tournaments, the ones at your home with your buddies that you're trying to throw for like you and like the people that you know, you tailor that experience to those people. Like you want to make sure like if you're having, let's say Alan over, you want to make sure you would get a stupid thing that says manly captain manly gets minus one to hit every time he mentions that he's in the military or something in the pack. Fuck Alan. Like, yeah. Or it's like Alan gets a free change of armies mid tournament because he gets tired of the one he has and wants to try a different meta. (laughs) writing that one down yes <laughs> so good. i can't believe you sold that last time i painted them already um, but yeah it's stuff like that like to me that's what you want to do for like whenever you have somebody over to your basement like you want to make it an experience that is just for you like you want it to be tailored you want it to be something that you and your buddies will be laughing about for ages like i want alan not to read the pack and for somebody to bring that up to him <laughs> like it's stuff like that. I don't know, I but how do you feel about it? Um well, first of all, there's two parts. Love table at home. Thoughts on terrain for a table at home. Yes, have terrain on for a table at home. I agree with that. I'm kidding. Uh I think it's like it, it's it depends on your intent. So do you only want to play at home? And my guess is people who listen to this podcast are not people who only play at home, but like want to play at events as well. And so I would like, if your event uses like very sparse terrain or the events you usually go to that are very sparse terrain, then, you know, like do, do that, do very sparse terrain at your home. Cause that's what you're normally going um, mm-hmm. to see. So like, I, I, I would tailor it to what you're usually going to play so that you're, you're you're getting used to the rules. If you're if they never use uh, the mystical and arcane and that kind of stuff, then don't use it. Um, that's where I feel like that. Uh, basement Warhammer. That's really smart, bud. I oh, just want to say very different. That's really you smart. Got, oh, thank you. I say I say those. I just I just practice what I what I preach, man. Word. I didn't realize you were preaching. Nice. Oh, I'm good. I'm a good preacher, man. Not surprised. Oh, son of a preacher, man. Teach me. My dad's definitely not a preacher, man. He does no. not like talk. <laughs> he does not like talking in front of people. Beauty. Yeah. Oh, all right. He would not oh, do this podcast. He'd be he would, not do, he would not do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he, there's an open invite for one master keeler for this podcast. Uh, I don't yeah. think he'll ever get taken, but you know, you know. Okay. Um. Beautiful. So moving on, Danny from TFG Radio asks. Again, oh, another terrain I love question. Guys. Love those guys. Is that your favorite 40k podcast? It is my favorite 40k podcast. Great 40k podcast. I Actually, recommend all listeners check it out at least once. Sorry, not an official 40k podcast, but I love listening to Peter the Falcon on uh, Tuesday mornings whenever he's on. Although it's harder to find him now that Rob does an eight-hour show some days. True. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. All right. So Danny's question is, what's an ideal setup for terrain for attorney? I want to help my FLGS get their AOS terrain right. So I think we just went over it. You want that eight to 10, I guess with you guys 
mattering more than me. It's eight pieces of terrain. You want to get the two woods, the two big pieces, and the two ones that you can garrison at the very least, plus some scatter terrain. As we just said, there's not enough area terrain out there. So get some area terrain too. I have and to admit, get, I was very bad. I didn't. I don't think I did any trees or uh, area terrain in my tournament, and that's definitely awesome. something I'm going to change. See, there you go. It's beautiful. I love that. I love that. This right now, this conversation is helping you on the way forward, and will help the Manitoba meta shift. Yeah. Manitoba meta. Okay, and the. Okay, so I feel like we answered that question already, Danny. Thanks for listening, and getting to our final question of the week is from oh hey joe crier we talked about him earlier in the show fuck that guy okay so um moving on no actually he just wants to know anything about literally anything that isn't terrain so uh joe go fuck yourself uh <laughs> fart sounds oh i didn't realize you wrote fart sounds there too joe oh i know that's what i said because that's what i heard whenever you wrote that question um the real question that he asked was when did Dayton adopt me? Dayton, when did you take Joe Cryer into your life and choose to defend him like he's your own child? Except uh, when worse. I saw his mom. <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you met eyes with his mother. When I it wasn't mother. the way that his supers were strapped in so sloppily that you were like, I need to take this man under my wing. Wasn't the blow-dried haircut? I'm trying my uh, best to insult Joe right now. I know. Joe's good people on the tournament scene. He's fun. He's a good guy. To have He's around. nice. He offered me, he offered me, he was going to find me a spot if I went to Minneapolis later, like in April. I want, I really wanted to go. There's a term in Minneapolis in two weeks. Um, and it was just with all this COVID stuff going on and not feeling well and just not in the cards, just life going on right now and other tournaments. So I did. Wow. No, so, no, no to dear listeners. I actually don't hate Joseph Cryer. I've never met the man, and I actually do think he's pretty nice. But uh, whenever you're going to make a big fart sound in our Discord, I'm going to tease you mercilessly. <laughs> Did he make a big fart sound in our Discord? Yeah, oh, whenever he typed out words. Oh, <laughs> that was oh. the joke. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Nice. All right. Well, now that, we've, now that we're done insulting <laughs> Joe, that's the end of it. All right. I just want to thank. Uh oh. Did that kick over? Karma, I just kicked over a whole bunch of bits. Joe, oh, no. cursed me from They're afar. The <laughs> They're just bits. You're good. Oh no, it's a whole bunch of bits. Gets gets bits. Ah, beautiful thing. So, uh, gentlemen, that is the end of our first treat bag episode, where everybody oh, gets asked so a question much. and takes something home. Nice. No wonder people do mailbags. Are we gonna take Easter off? Uh, oh, actually, that's a good question. I'm actually, if I don't have COVID right now, which I might, that's why I'm talking so nervously. Um, if I don't have COVID, I'm actually going to be going over to Halifax, which is the closest. GW Halifax, store, which Nova is- Scotia. Halifax, Nova Scotia, four hours away. Going to take my army with me. Maybe see if I can catch a game for just a little pick up there thing. 30 to gonna 40 go hang centimeters out with of Dave. snow. <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't get like, you know 30 centimeters of snow before i try to leave the island again um <laughs> i might be away so we might have either no bunny episode or some bunny episode some bunny might be here mm. what do you guys think do you want to I'm, take easter off i'm Does going the to the, coast. Of the bunny you're I'll going to the coast and cooler i'm probably gonna have a lot of family out next weekend because my, my grandma passed away yeah so there'll be a lot of family coming out my condolences by the way 
Thanks. I was trying to push for us not to have an episode tonight and record it later just because I thought maybe you'd be in your feelings today. Oh, no, and not really. You. No, she's 95. <laughs> she Dane's was, like, fuck you all. He's got her piece. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. No, no. Day. <clears throat> you sounded yeah, like a I'm, wonderful lady. I have a film crew coming out that for tomorrow. So that was totally out for me. I can't wait to see how I look in HD. I can't believe that's actually a real thing. Yeah. It's not even a joke. You do have a film crew. I do have a film crew coming out. (laughs) That's that's great. I'll take the Mennonite community is a beautiful community. It is. Uh, Now I'm just going to erase all the words penis that you wrote into the show notes before I (laughs) post them onto our discord. So, or not discord Patreon. So gentlemen, do you have a pick of the week this week? Bud, do you have a pick of the week? Any any picks? Any picks? Any packs? Pick a peppers. Well then, well, my pick we of the week. This just to give you guys both. My old TV station live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Major winter storms head towards North Dakota on Tuesday, April 12, 2022. It's still going. We oh, live beautiful. by this guy. We live by this guy at school. It's like if we're wondering whether we're gonna have school this week, it's like Frankie says no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. All right, so my pick is actually for the Warhammer Weekly from April sixth because I thought it was a great call and response between the two sort of warring factions of Warhammer when it comes to soft scores and paint scores versus um, generalship, and I think that it was a pretty honest, frank discussion that showed a lot of the goods and the bads for how people play on other sides of the country. Like the, like two bastions of the Midwest with Vince and who's the other guy, Taylor, um, Taylor, Taylor and Vance were there and some guy named Tom. Oh yeah, that's right. They had a Tom on for once. Um, they went over kind of like tournaments, how they work. There's a lot of really great points that were spent and like, if you're just messing around and you have two hours and 21 minutes and 52 seconds that you would like to spend with Warhammer with at least what, two and a half bald men, um, it's a great choice. I think Wait. that everybody should check this episode out. It's one of my favorite ones. Who's the one that defended competitive gaming, by the way? Oh, that'd be Tom. Oh, really? Tom. Yeah, English Tom. Not, oh. not, you're thinking of Tim, not Tim. Oh, okay, not was, Tim. No, okay. not Tim, but Tom. Uh, okay. okay. So Tom from that the West Coast. It's Tom from the West Coast, and he's a tournament organizer from out there. And he he not so much defends competitive play because everybody in that conversation was pro-competitive play. It's yeah. pro the different ways that people put on tournaments. And uh, it was the more the West Coast, like more focused on generalship, less focused on some of the soft scores or okay. the other things like that. Yeah, Like they have a pretty great frank discussion. I think it's well, worth listening to. Cool. Did you know West Coast girls are hip? I really dig those styles they wear. I just got ruined now. Oh, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. No. I'm so disappointed in myself. JP Day Miniatures. Yeah, speaking of disappointment, what? Miniatures. What is it? (laughs) JP Miniatures. JP Miniatures? Yeah. He's been going. uh, Yeah, he's in Barcelona. Barcelona. Is that where and, he is? Barcelona? Yeah. And he's been uh, doing some hard conversions for Beasts of Chaos. Oh. It's been looking fantastic. But I if can, you even check this guy out, he's one of my favorite converters. Period. 
and oh, it's he just he, st- he paints really well too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Crispy. Like Those just things oof. get stolen all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh. no, the Dayton, that's such a good pick, oh, man. Whoa. Oh, yeah, right? Crap. Yeah. He's oh, Bud drop hor- the C word, guys. That's holy. That's horrifying. He called it holy. Whoa. Holy horrifying. Jesus, 30 centimeters of snow. <laughs> Oh, beautiful <laughs> so, so, so bud your Jerry. your pick is the weatherman from sydney k breton <laughs> yeah. my pick is the midwest versus uh south south coast west coast uh warhammer on yeah. wednesdays and dayton yours basically broke bud's brain and it's jp miniatures all right for all of our patreon members we'll have that little list posted on there with all the clicky clicky links and show notes too because why not um, and other uh, than that, thanks for coming to the party. It was great to see you. We love oh, the party. Fantastic to hang out with my crew. You know, they're just the best. It was so much fun. And we're all going to have a nice little Easter, or a little break, and we're going to come back all nice and refreshed. And, oh, back uh, in better than ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll probably do an episode on the road. Ooh, yeah. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Take that when nice you Patreon win. sponsored uh, on the road radio. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Because you are going to where? Shawinigan. Shawinigan. The Grand Clash. Grand Clash. Yeah, you guys can all uh, follow along. That's in two weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah, two weeks. Okay. I have very specific things I want from you. I want to know what you have for breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) I want to have updates on Twitter. (laughs) I want you to take pictures of the people you play with because you will never play with these people again. Yep. You with them. I want to be able to see both your smiles. Or at least smiling eyes if you're wearing your mask. And I just want you to have a great time. I'm gonna miss oh, you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I have a new pick we're... of the week. By the way, <laughs> what's your new pick of the week? Is it also yeah, JP Miniatures? It is, no, it is April 10th. It is yeah. five days after my birthday. Um, you yeah. know my tweet where I said Twitter feed cleanser. It's my birthday. I'm 48. My yeah. son liked my tweet today. Five <laughs> five days. Five days after my birthday, my son <laughs> likes my birthday tweets. <laughs> oh, Griffin. I'm not sure how to take that. <laughs> He's really keeping tabs on dear old dad. Uh, oh, man. It's dad's birthday five days ago. I better like his tweet. <laughs> and with that, Nicole, take us out. Happy Easter! I'm looking down. Come help me up and stumbling round.